Hello, hello. I'm your host, Captain James T. Kirk, and this is Intentional Sounding. With me, as always, is my co-host and first officer, Sam Spock Grzezes. Damn it, Jim! I'm not a doctor. Or I'm a doctor, not a not a Spock man. Star Trek jokes. Ba 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 da No. 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 Sorry. No. I ruined your bit. Superman is bad. That's true. That's Superman is terrible and I am embarrassed for you right now. Anyway, I am not actually James T. Kirk. I don't know if you knew that. I thought it was pretty pretty good impression though. <laughs> it was not bad. Not bad. I'm Dave Rapocio, draw play Dave Rapocio, and this is Intentional Sounding, the draw play podcast. We're here after week thirteen, mm-hmm. unlucky week thirteen, which mm-hmm. was actually pretty damn awesome. But before yeah. we do that, I had a pretty good weekend. Sam, did you have a pretty good weekend? No. <laughs> no. Uh well okay so let's 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 um back up because my Friday was great and my my Sunday was great it was full of football games and and wonderfulness uh and most of my Saturday was great because it was the college football it was championship uh it was championship Saturday it was it was amazing and then I saw one of my friends in a dance concert which was wonderful and it was really good if you're in the Chicago area you should go look watch more dance concerts but before the dance concert. I took part in something uh, that Fleet Feet Sports in Chicago dubbed the first annual Malort Mile, and uh, I am I am a runner. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast. I, I've entered like races before. I'm not like super fast, but I can run. And the the conceit was that we were going to run a mile, so not you know not super long distance, run a mile, and every quarter mile. You stop and take a shot of Malort, which I like, but a lot of people do not. It kind of tastes like uh, like if you took a bite out of a grapefruit but didn't peel it and then, like, washed it down with, like, just a little, like, a little bit of, of bitters, like, just bitters. Um, that's what it tastes like. It was also 33 degrees out. So I was fucking miserable i almost vomited multiple times uh and it it ruined me dave david i was ruined ruined i just want to remind everyone that sam probably paid money for this i paid seven (laughs) dollars i didn't even get a shirt it was just to cover the cost of malort this was the most like wait four shots of malort was seven dollars yeah that is a cheap liquor. Well, they, they, well, they, um, it was like, they, they bought bottles of it. It was, this was a very, uh, it wasn't slapdash, but it was very, an, very much an unofficial event, um, that was so organized. So they didn't shut down any streets or anything like that? And you no, had no, cars. It, was, it was at 8 p.m. at a, at a track with the lights off off of Lake Michigan, <laughs> like a public track. So, so like there were people biking next to us and stuff watching us just hate ourselves. My time was okay though. That's came, good. Came in like right around 7 minutes, which is pretty good considering the circumstances, I think. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. So that was my weekend. So that was Sam hurting himself for the podcast amusement and mm-hmm. 
his own body just hating him. Uh, all right, let's talk about football. Yes, yeah, Thursday. Of- I don't even want to talk about this very long because. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Fuck, fuck the Cowboys. No, fuck I, the Cowboys. Dak isn't Dak isn't a good quarterback. Fucking hot takes right there. Dak Prescott <laughs> isn't a good quarterback. There we go. He can win games, but that doesn't mean he's a good quarterback. Ah, uh, yeah. If he gets MVP, this this is atrocious. It's a fucking joke. It's, it's a, a fucking fucking joke. fucking joke. He is he is an okay quarterback in the best situation humanly possible. Yep. He threw eighteen times. That's I like I, MVP. I, we're we're get we're going we're getting too deep on this one and we shouldn't be because no, I don't want. I wanted to bring this, this up because there's one thing that I've been, I've wanted to talk about this for a while. Sam, mm-hmm. this this makes me mad because I think it's stupid. And we've gone on the podcast before about how we are very pro celebrations, right? Yeah, I am I am very pro celebrations. However, there is one celebration that I think is really stupid and dumb, and I wish people would stop doing it. I bring this up for the Cowboys because Zeke does it all the time, mm-hmm. and that's the eating cereal celebration. Or eating soup, yeah. Or I don't know what it is. I don't <laughs> think it makes you look cool to pretend you're putting a spoon up to your mouth multiple times in succession. I, mean, I think it's stupid. I so I agree, but but let me take it to to the next level because that that like it's been recently popularized through Zeke. That's been around for ages. And I think it's more of a basketball thing because Harden does it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I used to, it used to, like, I used to pay attention to it when defensive players would do it uh, after they got a big sack, like, let me feast on your quarterback or whatever. But I always, yeah, I always hated that. The ones that I really liked, I can't remember who did this, but there it was a defensive player. I think he played for the Lions, like, four or five years ago and what he would do is he would like he would do the the soup celebration but he would also make the soup he would he would like stir it up and like and like turn the burner on he baked bread once or like baked a (laughs) roast I I remember this very vividly and I, I think it happened at a Thanksgiving game he like he like put something in the oven took it out and then ate it it was great Eating celebrations are great. The soup one, it's just like such a nothing thing. You rotate your wrist and cup your hand. It's not good. It's it's terrible. It's lame. If I if I was out there and I was scoring first downs and touchdowns, I think I would go out there and I would take a fake fork and I would kind of like lay a napkin across my lap, take a fake fork and stab it into an imaginary steak. Yeah. And then saw the steak off and then uh-huh. eat the steak and then like go mwah. That that would be my eating celebration. We we need more. You don't even need like obviously the the fork and knife stuff makes it better, but you don't even need uh the steak part to that. Why don't why don't more football players do the Italian chef kissing fingers mwah, uh as a celebration? That is a perfect celebration. Like, mm, that was a spicy meat sack I just got. Ah, good. Wow, that yes. was probably the wrong term to use there. <laughs> no, I think it was the correct <laughs> meat one. Meat sacks, fellas. I think uh <laughs> I think you nailed it the first time, bud. <laughs> what other kind of... I mean, there's obviously the Eli Manning sandwich celebration from... Yeah. What, what was it? Uh, <clears throat> SNL. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good celebration, and I unironically wish he would actually do that. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I, I actually... I liked... In terms of celebrations, before State Farm ruined it, I liked I liked the Aaron Rodgers championship belt one. Oh yeah, because you're a wrestling fan. Yeah, I yeah, and it was like it was simple, it was good, and it was it was. It also, was very simple. Yeah, 
it, simplicity is good, but you also have to like commit. It should be over the top, and it should be gloating. Wearing a championship belt is gloating. The the soup is not. Soup Simple is- celebrations should be like for smaller achievements yeah. or when you're doing them a lot, like Aaron Rodgers scoring a lot of touchdowns. Right. I, I agree with that. But if you're someone who doesn't get a lot of touchdowns, it's either simple or you go like ridiculous go whole hog. Yep. You go whole hog. Yep. Not not enough to, you know, get penalized, which is or or tear now, your ACL. But, right. Or tear like. your ACL. But Travis Kelsey, he's a good he's a good example of the opposite direction of doing the all out thing with like the fencing mm-hmm. and the dances. Travis Kelsey is great, and I'm using that as a segue into Chiefs Falcons, yeah. possibly the game of the week. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. It was, this was historic. The finish this, was historic. This has never this happened This was historic. And if you've read my comic, um, well, today or yesterday, if you're listening to this. It's a good comic. It's a good comic. I There's something about this that I, I talked about in the blog post of the comic, but this is, this is effectively the fastest comeback in NFL history. Zero seconds. Zero seconds. <laughs> the Falcons, if you look at the game clock, the Falcons technically were never leading. Yeah. Because the instant they scored, the game clock stopped, and the, when the game clock started again, the Chiefs were winning. Yep. Yep. It, it, I mean, it's obviously just a technicality, but even ignoring the game clock, this is probably the fastest comeback in NFL history because it wasn't like a run back on the kickoff or anything like that. It was score, everyone gets settled, everyone gets set for the two-point conversion, mm-hmm. and then, boom, it's over. This is the... This is the fastest comeback in NFL history. Yep. And it, it it's not going to be it, beaten. It's not going to be beaten <laughs> unless some guy grabs the pick two on a future pick two yeah. and runs slightly faster. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it this this is an un this is basically an unbeatable record and it's I don't think enough people are appreciating this. They're just like ha 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 pick two which is funny enough as it is. But yeah. this is this is low-key one of the coolest things that's happened this year. I, I completely agree. I, I don't think it's even that low-key. And also, like, can we talk about Eric Berry? How great it, it is that he, like, he had a great game coming back home to Atlanta. Like, it, it, it's it's awesome. It, it was yeah. awesome that he got Good for play. Eric Berry. Yeah, and th- I'm saying this is a guy who likes the Falcons and who was rooting for the Falcons, right, during this game. Oh, you just pissed off every Chiefs fan. Yep, sorry, sorry, but uh, <laughs> but seriously, like it was it was nice to it was nice, very nice to see. What I will say is that there was a lot of like backlash, I guess. Like sh- the Falcons shouldn't have gone for. There are five minutes left. You'd go for two. I I totally buy that because they were ahead by one with the touchdown. If they go, if they kick an extra point then they're up by two yeah which, and you lose to a field goal like that's a, right. that is a completely go for two situation no, you have to go for two it just you know it sucks it, yeah no the falcons do not deserve any any ribbing for going for two there they deserve all the ribbing for not throwing it to muhammad sanu right and getting there, the two-point conversion there you go it's a sanu canoe man you got to keep rowing that sanu canoe Nobody would have predicted this, and they still had five minutes left when this, like four and a half minutes left. So they still could have stopped the Chiefs on a three downs and then 
had a chance to win on a field goal. So right. Th- it's yeah. This like no, there are other problems that the Falcons had in that game. They went for it on fourth downs that were unnecessary. They mm-hmm. left some points on the board that would have won them the game earlier on. Mm-hmm. Falcons, whatever. This is hilarious. Honestly, f- it, it this is the best thing ever. Best game of the week. I'm, yeah. Yes. Oh God, it's best, so good. So good. Best game of the week. So good. Mohamed Sanu only twenty six receiving yards. That's why they lost. Yep. There you go. Lions. The Lions got their first big boy win yeah, where they didn't the have to come pants. back. Yep. Yep. And it was thanks to their defense, mostly. They they really kind of shut uh, Drew Brees down. Yeah, the Saints refused to go away. I think yeah. this was actually Drew Brees' first home game in 60 games where he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. These I'm, Lions are for real. If you if you were debating, these Lions are for real. And this this... The Saints team isn't terrible. They, they're, I wouldn't say they're great, but they're not terrible. They're playoff contenders in the South. But this is impressive for the Lions. This was, yeah. this was a win that they needed at this time of the season to convince people that they are legit, and they have convinced me for sure yeah, that this no, team is real. legit. This they're is this. They're going to win the North. They're going to go into Easily. the playoffs, and they have a chance to actually do something in the playoffs. Absolutely, I completely agree. How sad would it be if the Lions reached the Super Bowl? Or even get a playoff win without Calvin Johnson in their first year. Oh God, without... yeah, that'd be was... so sad. I was like, I um. <laughs> so you're set. You started that with how sad would it be if the Lions like made it to the Super Bowl? And I'm like, that wouldn't be sad at all. And then I remembered that. Wow, yeah, geez. It's kind of like how the Giants <clears throat> went to the Super Bowl without Tiki Barber, but Calvin mm-hmm. Johnson didn't say stupid stuff that immediately soured the entire fan base on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Tiki Barber. <laughs> <laughs> Good for the Lions. Good for the Lions. You know, I guess we could also say good for Jeff Fisher. <laughs> oh, God. Boy got paid. Homie what got paid. What the fuck? Listen. <clears throat> Two-year extension. Well, Oh, my okay. God. And this is also after he personally alienated one of one of the Rams, like, heroes, right? Yep. After Eric, Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. One of the L.A. Rams shit. heroes. Yeah, L.A. Rams. One of the not, biggest not... proponents and fans of having the Rams back in L.A. Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh my God. It, it, the funniest thing about this, what I heard, is that I heard they offered him this extension in preseason. But he only signed it now, which really goes to show you that he he didn't sign it because he probably thought he could get more a decent money. season and get more money. And yeah. now he's realizing, oh, no. I'm Jeff Fisher. I should just get signed up again. And the Rams oh, weren't dumb enough to rescind the offer. <sighs> and now the Rams are stuck with Jeff Fisher for two more years unless they come to their senses and fire him. They're gonna they're gonna can him. I mean, this doesn't this doesn't mean that he's. This that's what everyone is saying. Like it, it looks bad that he signed the extension, and it totally does. It's fucking. I think it saves him until at least next year. I think the earliest they're gonna fire him now is next year. Well, no, I think I think that he he could very well be gone this off season. I mean, it would just cost if they the LA if Rams they more. end if they end up really really falling apart terribly like they don't win another game and they look terrible in every single game i can kind of see it but honestly the fact that he has the extension now i think that buys him next season but next season they can fire him they'll fire him whenever they want sure sure that makes sense i'm (sighs) why just why Get rid of Jeff Fisher and bringing someone new. It's shiny. It's L.A. It's new. Like, it'll be exciting. Fucking 
get, I can't think of a coach that less represents LA than Jeff Fisher. Really? Oh my God! Like, s- tell Jeff Fisher that Montana is getting an expansion team, <laughs> and send him there. the The Montana Big Skies, and and like put a jersey, like a giant jersey, on one of the plateaus in Montana. And have have Jeff Fisher call like runs up the gut for three yards for that plateau, and make him watch as tectonic movement brings that plateau three yards in a certain direction. And Jeff Fisher will be happy, and the rest of us will be happy that Jeff Fisher is fucking gone. Jeff Fisher sucks. Yep. <laughs> Jeff Fisher sucks. You know who else sucks? Jaguars. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Jaguars suck. Yep. Here's a funny stat. The Jaguars' Blake Bortles has more pick sixes in his career, 11, than wins, 10. Oh, no. This is a true stat. Poor guy. Yeah. It's... I I like Blake Bortles Yeah, I don't lot. think he's as bad as, like... I definitely think he's still fixable, and yeah. I don't think the Jaguars should move on from him, because Gus Bradley... Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe you can ship Jeff Fisher off to Montana and take Gus Bradley as his defensive coordinator. The the Jaguars this team has quit. It's it's just terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. Also terrible Paxton Lynch. Yeah, yes. Not that great. <laughs> Paxton Lynch is not that good. No, no, and and he was able to beat the well it wasn't the Jaguars. Him, but... The Jaguars beat themselves. Yeah, come that's on, come right. On. Fair C- enough. Come on. Fair enough. It was a ten-point difference, and seven of those points were a pick six. So, well, yep. I guess six of those points were a pick six, <laughs> technically. Yep. Yep. A pick six equals seven points. Nope. That's that's not how math works. Not Dave. anymore. <laughs> Are you happy that we now live in a world where we have pick twos? Yes, I do. I do. I I'm so happy. I. Because because college because college honestly, that has been a thing returned returned extra points and returned two point conversions are so good and they happen a lot in college mostly because there are more college games so you know more things happen in college football just based on the law of averages right mm-hmm. it's so cool to see it in an NFL game. I'm so glad. I'm so it's glad. It's so, so good. So good, unlike the Broncos. Unlike the way. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, you almost got me there. Well, well, the Broncos will be good when past Simeon's foot heals. They'll be better, at least. Yeah. They're they're outside the playoffs looking in, right? No, no, they, they're back in the playoffs now because the Dolphins lost, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Okay, okay. But they're they're... On the cusp of falling out. They so. are. I I mean, their division... This is not a good time to be uh, Paxton lynching. No. <laughs> nope. nope. All right. So, Sam, I have some bad news for you. Yeah? Dude. Our next game... Our next game was Packers-Texas. Okay. And while you picked Brock Osweiler, he had a valiant effort. Yeah. I'll give him that. He actually put up a fight. For this bet. So if you didn't listen last week, why the fuck not? And we had a bet going. Sam took it easy on me because I'd lost the previous two. Who would have the better QBR? Brock Osweiler or Aaron Rodgers? And then snow happened. <laughs> yeah. And for 70% of the game, they were basically even. They, they, they're they even pretty much at the end of the game, too, honestly, looking at the stat line. This uh, was Brock Osweiler's arguably best game this season. Yeah. In the snow, in Lambeau. In How the, does this happen? Yep. 
Yep. Maybe I have no maybe idea. because uh, the Packers couldn't score a lot of points because the snow and their defense still sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could think of. But Brock had two touchdowns. I don't think he had any interceptions. Nope. Nope. Good. Good for Brock. But Sam, I guess I should just leave this to you. Yeah. Okay. So um, uh, I have a confession to make here on this uh on this podcast, and that's that I uh, uh I've got a big old stiffy for the Green Bay Packers. I said they were bad. <laughs> I said they were uh I said they were out and and terrible and having a bad season, and the Aaron Rodgers was overrated. Um, but this win over the mighty Houston Texans and their vaunted defense has really shown me that the Packers are are for real. Unless you think like you know that this this can sound sarcastic. I don't want to sound like I'm being sarcastic. Aaron Rodgers put together a great game. I wish I wish right now that I were in the big burly arms of Clay Matthews and running my hands through his his golden golden locks. While uh, while Brett Favre is like giving me a thumbs up in the background. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go to hold on. Let me go to toughblade.com because because Brett Favre is, is, is like anything he sells. I'm gonna go order myself a tough blade razor, some copper fit uh, performance socks. Uh, I just like <laughs> oh my god oh my god the Packers they're so good they're so good. <laughs> They're so good, and I want I want to to put my tongue in Brett Favre's butt. Whoa! Okay, that's a good spot to end. <laughs> well, okay, okay. You okay. did this to yeah. me. Yes, I. You did, did this to me. <laughs> you chose Brock Osweiler over Aaron Rodgers. That's true. I did do this to myself. You 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 put your own tongue in Brett Favre's <laughs> butt. That was your choice. It was a consensual I- butt tonguing. Yes, it was. Yes. Oh, oh God. Uh, my brain, my imagination is ruined for the rest of this podcast. We should, <laughs> Thank you. We should call this podcast Consensual Butt Tongue uh, from now on. Consensual Butt Tongue. You know, that, that that's going to be the title of it. Okay, good. <laughs> consensual Butt Tongue. That way, if anyone sees it just randomly clicking around, they don't know what it is, they're going to see the title and be like, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> or, well, see, see, I thought it was going to work the other way around. People, People who are like... Searching Google in incognito mode for butt tonguing, we'll see the podcast and we'll get a whole, whole bunch of new listeners who we probably yeah. don't want. <laughs> you never know. Perverts have sports teams too. That's true. Also, also, I am I am not one to judge. You know, it's, yes, it's yes. consensual. It's I, I use the wrong term. Anybody. If that's your kink, if that's yeah. your kink, yeah, no, no, no kink shaming. I'm no, 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 no I, kink shaming. Unless you like the Eagles, then fuck you. <laughs> that's our segue. Yeah, there Eagles, you go. Bengals. So, I mean, until my team played, this game was giving me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of joy! Because mm-hmm. the Eagles look like they've kind of given up. Yeah, a little bit. And it, it, it sucks, because... Does it? Well, I like Carson Does Wentz. Does it, Sam? <laughs> I wish Carson Wentz success, because he's a rookie. And I, I, like, I don't like, I don't like watching people fail before I've had the chance to, act, to like, actually hate them. You know what I mean? That's... That's a good point. Uh, the thing is, like, I have no problem mocking it because he's 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 clearly going to be the Eagles' quarterback moving forward. That's true. Yeah, that's I, true. I he's not going to have any think, problems. It's just at this point, it's become clear that he's still, you know, very much a rookie, and he's mm-hmm. not. Honestly, in retrospect, one of the worst things he could have done was go three and zero and throw 
five touchdowns without throwing an interception to start the season. Yeah. That's, yeah. That just set expectations way, way, way too high. And now it, all the problems are starting to come through. Teams have gotten film on him. There's been a lot of whispers around how his mechanics are not very good. And he's regressing mechanical-wise. So, like, the, but, you know, the Eagles are now very much on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Mm-hmm. Their, their, their chances of making it are pretty slim. I think they now officially have a losing record by two games. Yeah. No, it it's it's going to be pretty much an impossibility for the Eagles to make the playoffs yeah, at this it's, point. It's, it's Especially tough. when you lose thirty two to fourteen to the freaking Bengals. Bengals. To the Bengals. Really. The Bengals. To the Bengals led by a rush uh, like a rushing attack led by Jeremy Hill and Rex Burkhead. Like come Rex on. Burkhead. Rex, now that yeah. sounds like a coach at a high school team in North Dakota. He probably that will be. It's actually in two years. like Division 7 <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> oh, like they have 30 fans that come up to the stands, but those 30 fans are real. They're like, yeah, go racially insensitive team name. Fargo West is. High School. Yeah. <laughs> Rex Burkhead, Coach Rex. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him in the town, and the town consists of six people. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> Good for you, Coach Burkhead. Good for you. Eagles toast. Yeah, they're they're done. They're done. I think the Dolphins might be too. Uh, that was a good run the Dolphins had. Yeah. It was it was a it was a good Jai run. Yeah. It was a good run. Six I think it was a six game win streak. Mm-hmm. Kind of underrated. It wasn't against great competition, but it was still a six game win streak, which deserves commendation no matter what. It's hard in the NFL. They fought them way they they fought their way back into the playoffs for one week. I don't think the Dolphins will end up in the playoffs to end the year, no. but we have to give them credit. Yeah. Good job, Dolphins. We left you for dead so early on. You made a season out of it. You you made Gase look good. You made Ryan Tannehill not look too bad. Until you, you found a you found you found a running back that's worth a damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Dolphins, I'm giving you credit. Good job. They're they're not this week, rise. but good job. Mm-hmm. Ravens are back in it. Yeah, Ravens are definitely back in it. I feel like we hadn't talked about the Ravens in a while, which is really funny. They looked really bad at the beginning of the season for obviously like half the season. Yeah. But now it looks like they're starting to pick up some steam. Yeah, but it's it's funny that like a lot of funny things have been happening with the Ravens lately. Um, from from the that Steve Smith slash Vontae's perfect like Oscar award winning flop soccer style penalty that happened last week to uh to justin tucker just being amazing at everything that he does forever uh there's a lot to talk about with with the ravens so i'm glad that they're i'm glad that they're good it gives us a chance to talk about them and more specifically to talk about uh justin tucker justin tucker's cool Mm -hmm. sam you know what's not cool what's not cool the 49ers no no yeah well, they were cool this weekend because they were playing in the snow. Yep. <laughs> Weather joke. Ba-dum-tsh. And hey, I, hey, my my bears got to win. My bears, Your my bears got to win. My bears got them. I I have a hot take. Yeah. Forty ers are worse than the Browns. Oh 49ers shit! Forty ers are the worst team in the league. Uh, well, they're only better by one game. They're better by if you take away that first week anomaly against Jeff 
Montana's finest fisher. The 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 49ers actually have a worse uh point differential than the Browns do. Like like the 49ers look worse yeah. almost across the board than the Browns if you take away that first game. Yep. I I watch the Browns and I see a team that's got a lot of flaws and can't get out of its own way but has a fight in it. Right. I watch yeah. the 49ers, I just see a team that's just so utterly devoid of talent and ability. Yeah. The only the only person fighting on the 49ers is Colin Kaepernick. And well, I guess And if he has respect. a bad week, yeah, like he did it. today, which was uh, one of the worst quarterbacking performances of the season. I'm looking at the stat line and I I can't remember like he went one for five, apparently. He went one for five. He yards. has, like, oh, it was really bad. Uh, he had a lot of negative passing yards, but it's because he got sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how much that those sack yards should count against your passing total. Like, whatever. But that's I, the thing. I was watching this game, and I I didn't feel like Kaepernick was the problem. No, I don't think. He was not having a good game. No. But, look, look, I'm not I'm not defending him necessarily here. He, he looked bad, but they were not calling anything any pass plays nope. in this game. Nope. None. For the first quarter, there was one completed pass. Uh, the Bears didn't even, like, complete a pass in the first quarter. They didn't complete a pass until late in the second quarter. The Niners completed one pass and missed a whole bunch of others, but they just weren't calling passes. And the Bears' secondary it, is not good. It's not. It's not a good secondary. Not a good secondary. And then, Matt, then the Bears, towards the end of the second quarter, realized that, oh, right, we're playing the 49ers. Maybe we should try throwing the ball. Yeah. And immediately they were having success. Yeah, immediately. And they marched down the field, and they started scoring, like, for at least three drives, like, at will, yep. it seemed like. Yep. And then... <laughs> so the 49ers, they're just... They're just terrible. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're just terrible. There's bad. no talent on this team. Yeah. I... And Chip Kelly is a bad coach. He is a bad coach. I won't blame him for everything this season, but he is definitely not a good coach. He's when you're watching helping. this team and you're watching them do nothing but run plays up the gut while the other team is having success passing on you and you're not even trying to do anything to catch up with passing and then you're putting in Blaine Gabbert and he's not and he gets sacked for a safety. Yeah. And it's just oh just Chip Kelly's not a good coach. Nope. He's not the main problem, and if the 49ers give him another season, I'm not. I'm okay with that. But the 49ers GM needs to be fired. Yeah. Basically. Yes. That's. Trent I think Balky, that's the problem. I don't think anyone can defend Trent Balky for how badly this team has fallen apart without Jim Harbaugh, because that that yeah. was their big big thing. Like this team, Jim Harbaugh Doesn't came need in, Jim and Harbaugh. took the talent that was already there, yeah. and he elevated it to status. But I mean, we're going to be fine. We still have the talent. They fired him, and this team has gone so far downhill. They have no talent. The talent they have, they they drafted defensive ends from Oregon, two years in a row in the first round. <laughs> you is, you should know oh, better. <laughs> you should know better than that. I think the only defensive lineman from Oregon that I can ever remember being good in the NFL is Haloti Nada. Yeah, there might be other examples for people who watch more college football. But that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. The Trent Balky is a terrible general manager. I I f- I feel bad for the 49ers fans because that franchise, I think another hot take. I think in 20, 30 years, 49ers won't have won another Super Bowl. They won't have gotten close to another Super Bowl and we're all going to be talking about the curse of Harbaugh. Wow. I th- I, th- I mean, that's very possible, I think. It, I mean, there's a lot quicker turnaround in the NFL. And except if you're the Browns, but 
this is the 49ers have got to be the most toxic terrible organization outside Cleveland in the or, league or or the Redskins <laughs> you got to put them in there the Redskins are winning the Redskins look right okay. right no I'm, I'm talking about toxic organizations though like you say toxic organizations you have to put the Redskins in there because you know Snyder and all that nonsense but but I agree I agree yeah uh, this, I, I I'll give Snyder a little bit of credit for not firing Jay Gruden last year or two years ago when things looked kind of iffy for him mm-hmm. And he's turned out to be a pretty decent coach. Yeah, yeah. So I, the Redskins have major problems, but th- th- there's just something about the 49ers that's just astounding. If if you're a free agent and you're looking for a team and you look at San Francisco and you look what's happened over the past few years and you look at the talent on that team, you look at the, the stupid location of the stadium yeah. compared to the actual city you play for, you look at the ownership, you look at... it. <clears throat> This is a toxic place. I would not want to play here. The, the 49ers have gone from a prestige organization to a dump. Yeah. So fast. Joke, really? To a complete joke. They are the worst team in this league. And if the Browns manage to win one game, the 49ers are going to have the first pick. Mm-hmm. Good job, Bears. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, good job, Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley. <laughs> Matt Barkley. Is he going to be the starter next year? Uh, At this rate, he no, will be. No, no, because, because, because. I mean, Jay Cutler's gone, but it, we're not going to start Matt Barkley. What if he has a four-touchdown game and he, he starts playing real well for the back half of the season and the Bears win several games? Then that would be a smart thing. Then it would be smart to start him so the Bears won't yes. do it. The Bears are going tra- <laughs> to trade for, like, the decaying corpse of... Uh, I, shoot, man. They're, <laughs> they're going to, like, make a call to Tim Tebow. And be like, hey, you want another shot? And they're gonna be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's pay him a bunch of money. It'll be totally different from Jay Cutler, but but it'll be the same thing, right? It'll be a quarterback the whole city hates. We'll pay him too much, and he'll suck. It's gonna be something like that, something terrible. We're gonna get an old retread at, because because Bears football, and it's gonna be bad. No, it's bad. The Bills prospects. Yeah. Yeah. Man, well, the but Bills. But you know what's good? Oh, the Bills. What? Oakland's prospects. Oakland's prospects are very good. I I can't... Something about the Raiders, I can't trust them because their defense is bad. Yeah. But their offense is so They're, incredible. It's so fun to watch, too. That comeback, though, dude. It feels like I I, I saw the Bills go up, what, 24 to, like, 9 or something ridiculous it, like that? Yes. I'm like, oh, the Raiders well, are okay. finally going to fall apart. It, and then I turned back, like... 10 minutes later and the Raiders had basically tied it up. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. This Raiders team is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. This is- I want to take away from the Bills because we talk about how much we like Ty God Taylor. And we do. And it's nice that LaShawn McCoy is back I don't, and doing stuff. I'm, but- I'm less in love with Ty God Taylor than you are. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. And I think, he, I think he's got some flaws. Oh, sure. He's- sure. I, I'm not saying he's great, but... I like watching him play. I think he's. I think he's got. A he has a fun. He has a fun quarterback to watch yeah. play. He, yeah, but it's not like watching Blaine Gabbard or something <laughs> like that. He. It's not like boring and bad. He's like legitimately fun even when he's bad. So, um, Giants lost to the Steelers. I. I didn't expect them to win. Yeah, as expected. Then again, I don't. I, I don't ever expect the Giants to win. So I'm not really sure if that statement means anything. <laughs> it's true. Uh, G- Giants defense is still legit. Giants offense has major problems. Uh, Eric Flowers. Um, <laughs> Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers. <laughs> Eric Flowers 
at this point, he's a bust. We, we took him in the first round two years ago. He's our left tackle. He's he's at this point he's a bust. I think he's playing the wrong position on the line for him. Mm. But at this position, he's a bust, and you'll see Giants fans be like, "Well, yeah, but once a game, he like totally mauls a guy." I'm just like, I could probably maul a guy at least one play a game. Yeah, how many plays are in a game? Yeah, it's the rest of the plays that are the problem. He he is literally someone on Reddit did the math. He is he accounts for 19 percent of the Giants' total penalties. Oh wow! He is the most penalized player on the team. It's all just holding penalties. He's he is a major problem. This is a this is very like we're going from penalty to penalty, right? From the Raiders to to the Giants, and the Giants didn't even do anything cool with their penalties, like like uh, Marquette King did. Marquette King is. I wonder if Pat McAfee from the Colts is a little bit bummed that Marquette King has taken the mantle of coolest punter didn't, ever from him. Didn't no, didn't Pat Mac- McAfee like shout him out on Twitter and be like, "This guy, this is, this is why punters are awesome." Like props. I think he's like digging the fact that kickers now are really kind of just being silly and amazing and realizing that they can have personalities. We need more goofy kickers and less scumbag kickers. There you go. I Agreed. Agreed. Redskins lost mm-hmm. to the Cardinals. The Cardinals had a game where they won. It's it's <laughs> too Cardinals little, too late. had a game where they won. Their defense still looks – I don't know what's going on with, with uh, you know, their whole defense. Their they intercepted Kirk Cousins at the end. That was cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like I like that when that happens because <laughs> I don't like the Redskins. Good job, Cardinals. You pushed the Redskins actually out of the playoffs and made way for the Buccaneers. Yeah. The Buccaneers. They're good. They're good. Yeah. Listen, we got to get my brother back on the podcast so he can like rub it in all of our faces because he called this before the preseason started. He called that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were young, were good, that Jamise Winston was going to come into his own. He also called the the regression of, you know, the next game we're going to talk about. Uh both both the Panthers and the Seahawks. Mostly I kind of called that too. That's true. Not That's to this true. extent. That's true. Most but... people except for me called that. Um but but I'm just like it's nice it's nice to see the Buccaneers winning. It's it's nice to see these teams that it's been hard to tell for a while if the Buccaneers are genuine. It's kind of like the Giants or the Skins or yeah. one of those teams that's that's doing all right, but you can't quite tell if they're good. The Lions, I think this week really, kind of solidifies yeah. the fact that the Buccaneers are good. Yep, yep. Buccaneers are a good team. They're not a great team, but they're a good team. You never want to play against Philip Rivers late in the season. and In San Diego. Yeah, right. And the Buccaneers did it and won. So, yeah. good for them. Good, good for the Buccaneers. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Robert Aguayo missed. Yep, yep, yep. Gotta add one to the. I texted you so soon after that happened. I was like, I was literally in the process of texting you when you texted me. Oh, that's so cute. Because we both saw it live. So cute, dude. (laughs) We had a little moment there, a little cross country moment. Buccaneers are good. Buccaneers Chargers good, are dude. officially toast. Every other team in the AFC West won this week yeah. except the Chargers. Chargers, their their playoff prospects are done, which is a shame because I think this is a good team. Yeah, I agree. It's well they have been so their the injury bug bit them and bit them hard. Right? Like that's that's not um I I I never like to blame anything like a season on injuries, but 
it sucks. You know, it just sucks. Speaking of injuries, we didn't talk about we we have two major injuries that have happened within the last two weeks related to these two players, related mainly to one player, and that is Earl Thomas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Earl Thomas in the Panthers game broke his tibia. He broke his leg. Yeah, broke his leg and out indefinitely. He's not going to be back. At least he's not going to be back. End of the season. Yeah, this is a major blow to the Seahawks. This like Seahawks are still good. They still beat the shit out of the Panthers. Mm-hmm. But this is a big blow to Earl Thomas, and I, th- I, it's kind of funny because Earl Thomas just last week ended Gronk's season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We didn't we didn't talk about the Patriots because we were talking about Jeff Montana's finest Fisher. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, the Patriots lost Gronk, who is the most likable player on that team. Yep. So now you don't have to feel this bad. Get, I don't root. I don't root for injuries, but this kind of gives me a little hope that the Patriots won't be quite as unstoppable come the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. I don't want them to waltz into, especially with all these other legitimately exciting teams. Yeah, that we have it, right. The, so many more teams are excited. The Chiefs are more exciting than the Patriots. Everyone is more exciting to watch than the Patriots. The Patriots are just good, and it's please give me something else. Have you have you seen? It's like, <laughs> dude, have you seen those new Air Jordan ads that they're they're like bringing back the Monstars and stuff, and they're like, who can beat the Monstars? This is the conversation we're having. The Patriots are the Monstars. The Patriots are the Monstars. I'm just. Ugh. Just, just sick of them. Yeah, just yeah. Go away. You and everyone else, dude. Just they, please, just go away and stay there. Seahawks, they're gonna. I mean, after last week against the Bucks, which we now can confirm the Bucks are good. Yeah. Seahawks are probably still second best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Probably the best chance to knock off the stupid Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I, I would honestly take the Seahawks in the Super Bowl over Dallas if it means. Dallas didn't reach the Super Bowl. Like I'm willing to sacrifice myself to more twelves mm-hmm. to keep Dallas out. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Where's the blood ritual I can perform for that? I'll do it. Uh, Not much else to say about that. No, no, oh, there, no, there's a no, things. no. Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, uh, sat the first drive. Well, the first throw, but scheduled to do the first drive because he didn't wear a tie on a plane. For, on a plane. On a plane. It wasn't even for a press thing. So I was I was going to say, what do you think he was wearing? I lost instead? a lot of respect for Ron Rivera this week. <laughs> Riverboat Ron, yeah. Because, yeah. Ron, Riverboat Ron. Because this is the one week the NFL actually allowed players to be kind of customized. Yeah. I, they let them do the cleat thing Okay, this week. no, let's let's talk about this. Because this is so... Okay. I hate this. I hate... Oh, oh, yeah. I hate this. This, this, is, this is pandering as shit. So much. And, and like... They were at first going to be like the teams that had a buy this week. You just can't do it. And then they turned around because and, and were like, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Put put shit on your cleats for causes. Why can't they do this every week? It's their fucking clothes. It's their fucking cleats. Who looks and at it's shoes? their cause. It's like my my cause, my cleats, but only this week and only when we let you. Fuck y'all. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It. This was this was pandering at the highest regard. Just just like, hey, you think we're not be letting players be personalized? You think we're too stringent on uniforms? Here, have a week. See, see how good we are. No, no, you're still terrible, terrible people. You're just slightly, slightly less terrible. Yeah, like like point oh oh one percent less terrible. It's just so clear it. that it's a PR move too. Like, oh, it is. It's a total PR it's, move. It's, it's, it's a response to everyone calling them out. But hey, maybe if we keep calling them out, they'll they'll keep. 
improving by zero zero one percent. Yeah, and then and then by the t- by the heat death of the universe, maybe we'll finally get rid of terrible excessive celebration penalties. Maybe we'll finally get rid of Thursday night football, which I've seen floated around as a possibility they're never lately. Do that. I mean, they're, they're never at least do no. That. They're too greedy. They're too greedy. But you never know. Yeah. You just got to keep fighting. You just got to keep calling them douchebags on social media. I, I do like... Do your part. Yeah. If you're listening to this, tweet at the NFL commissioner and call him a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Hashtag NFL commissioner is a douchebag. This is this is one of the uh, the nice things about, uh, you know, living at a time where, like, me- there's a lot of great just media out there today, right? So I, I was watching uh, Around the Horn... Uh, I know, I know, I know. Sam. Uh, I know. Listen. Sam. I prepare for the podcast, okay? Uh, and uh, and one of the one of the panelists was saying that this is the first year that he could remember that the on-field product of the NFL has related to the ratings. There has been a correlation. Uh, and it's because there's so much other good stuff to do and watch and consume and like be a part of, right? Out there, and and people aren't watching a terrible product. They're, they don't want to. So, so hopefully this means that big changes will have to be made in the NFL. Hopefully one of those changes will be the rule that Justin Tucker floated, which was putting uh, an extra point, putting a field goal or putting a kickoff through the uprights is worth one point or, or uh, instead of a touchback at the 25, the touchback is at the 15. I want those to happen. Mm -hmm. I think those Mm -hmm. would help. Sam. Yeah. Speaking of a terrible product. Yeah. Oh, God. Did you see Monday Night Football? No, I didn't. (laughs) I texted you about it. (laughs) I watched a little bit, and I I saw the Colts score once, and I'm like, I don't need to see anymore because I think I've seen the whole game now. Uh, Yeah, Literally, I I think I texted you around halftime. I was like, I was out at dinner with some friends, um, and... I saw the score. I what was it? It was yeah. It was twenty four to three. I think was what was the score when I checked, or something something like that. Uh, and I was like, well, that looks about right. I know exactly what I need to talk about already on the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. just oh my god, the Jets started Bryce Petty. I fucking and and Matt Forte who who like is ostensibly still good just had a terrible game because because the, the New Jets York Jets offensive line is so made of Nickelodeon gack bad it, what are these Jets these Jets are so bad well, they they are they're trying to be the worst plane related disaster in New York oh god <laughs> obviously obviously i'm referencing sully yeah Sully, <laughs> the the hit movie starring. It's Tom been sixteen Hanks. years. If you can't make a nine eleven joke now, when can you make one? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, the Jets are terrible. Uh, I can't. They look. I I saw someone comment last uh, last night. Arif Hassan, the the Vikings guy. I I interact with him on Twitter a lot. He's he's a good Vikings writer. Mm-hmm. If you're a Vikings fan, he's 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 worth a follow at Arif Hassan. Or I I think that's his Twitter handle. Honestly, I don't know. You can look it up. But he he said, like, at some point someone said this was a good matchup for the season. And I was just like, ha, yeah. And then I sat there thinking about it, like, 
Yeah. Last year, these two teams were in playoff contention. Yeah, they were. The Jets were 10-6 and six and just missed, and the Colts were very close to making the playoffs mm -hmm. without Andrew Luck, which makes you think that they would have been better with him. Right. So, I mean, I can see how this game last year to schedule makers would have looked like a possible marquee game, but it did not work out that way. Yeah, And th listen, I, I get that they also can't all be, you know, whatever, like Packers, Packers, Vikings or, or whatever, you know, I can't, I get that they can't all be like marquee rival matchups, but, but, you know, at the same time, this is, this is sometimes just what you get. So you keep talking about how terrible the Jets are, right? And you were talking about how terrible the 49ers were. See, I don't, I don't think I agree with you that the 49ers are the worst team in the, in the league. And I'm willing to, uh, to put my money where my mouth is. Uh-oh. You, you feel like making a bet this week? I do feel like making a bet. Because since that's the last game of the week, we'll start this off with our bet for week 14. Mm -hmm. And that bet involves quite possibly the greatest matchup of all time. Yeah. <laughs> that is the 2016 New York Jets. Versus the 2016 San Francisco 49ers. Yes, sir. Yes, this sir. is an actual game. It's a, an actual. This is a game that is happening. Uh, f football. And you, you can't. It's a podcast. You can't see the air quotes. Football will ostensibly be played between these two teams. I just just take a moment, fe fellas, listeners. Just take a moment. Just sit there and just think. New York Jets mm -hmm. at the San Francisco 49ers. And just take a moment to just sit there and let it sink in. Mm -hmm. Clear your mind of everything but the New York Jets and San Francisco 49ers. Just sit there. Just calmly sit there. And just just think about how life is terrible and not worth it anymore. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, and let the hate and despair just wash over you. Remember... Actually, if you needed to pick me up, if you're feeling bad, just remember, Jets at 49ers, you are a more worthwhile person than this matchup. You are probably a more worthwhile football team than <laughs> this matchup. <laughs> this is an actual football game in the year 2016, mm -hmm. which is it's just another part of 2016 and it sucks. The year of our Lord, but, 2016. <laughs> the year of our Lord, 2016. And this is Jets forty niners. This is a uh, mind you. This is not a Thursday night football game. This is not Jaguars Titans. Somehow, right? This is yeah. This is midday on Sunday, which I guess means it's buried among you know other things, so you don't have to. Watch yeah, it's it. a late game on Sunday. Yeah. it's one of the later games on Sunday. It's it's funny because the Thursday night game this week actually looks pretty good. Raiders Chiefs. I'll watch the hell out of that. That is probably one of the most interesting <laughs> yeah. matchups of the entire week. That might be the, the game to watch. Yep. Like Thursday Night Football might be the game to watch this week. And it's a shame that we get it on Thursday Night Football when both these teams have four days of rest yeah. and they're not going to be as good. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. There are a lot of good matchups. But so so we're 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 putting our money where our mouth is. We should explain the bet. I'm betting on the 49ers because I've been standing for Colin Kaepernick all season. And standing for Colin Kaepernick. I still think that phrase is funny. Standing for him. Standing for Colin. Kaepernick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's 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 a beautiful irony to that. Yep, yep. I'm going to pick the Jets because of New York relations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got got to stand up for 
my Jersey fellas mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Also, Bryce Petty is starting. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So here's the bet. He's gonna he's gonna pick the 49ers to win. I'm gonna pick the Jets to win. Um, whoever loses next week, so if the Jets win, Sam has to perform right. this. We're gonna have to drink a lot. Yep. <laughs> here's we're if, gonna what ha- an appropriate <laughs> bet for this game. <laughs> Next week, during that recording. Per- the person who lost is going to have to get progressively drunker. Mm-hmm. And it will be a disappointment if by the end of the recording, that host is not drunk. Yeah. And very loopy. We uh, we record, mind you, at usually around like 11 a.m. my time, uh, which is 9 a.m. It is 10.15 in the morning Tuesday yeah. my time. Yeah. So if the 49ers win, I'm going to have a really rough Tuesday. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> We both work. I mean, we both work from home, so this is ostensibly possible. Yeah. But uh, uh, mm, it ain't going to be fun. It, it it's not going to be... be a good day. I'm going to be far more productive Tuesday night than I am Tuesday. Yeah, same. <laughs> but only only if the Jets lose, yep. which I don't think they will. I think the Jets will win because I think the 49ers are the worst team in the league. Mm. Boom. Mm. 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 All right. So if you want to hear Sam and Dave... Sam or Dave, get drunk. drunk. Cast. Make sure you listen next week. Yeah, yeah. Sam. Well, yes. Steelers, Bills. Okay. Steelers, Bills. Um, Steelers. I, Steelers, yeah. Steelers. I, I wish Sam Watkins were not hurt anymore. Quotes that could be said every week. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, Broncos at the Titans. <sighs> Broncos. Is Trevor back? Is Trevor back? Maybe. Maybe. His foot's still sprained. We don't know. Hmm. He's, he's, I, I think the I think the Broncos are going to win, but I want the Titans to win so bad. I listen. I, I love the Titans. I do. I do, and I am very much that person that you drew in the uh, in that comic. Like, consider the Titans. You know, the Vikings suck. Consider the Titans. Whatever. I I love rooting for the Titans, but I can't root against my boy T Seams. So if T Seams, but if he's not playing, playing, if 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 he's not playing, will you root for the Titans? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Go Titans! We lost the. Uh, it's he's back to Marcus Mariota, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He he shaved the he shaved the cop stash. Yeah. So it must have been a. We'll have to see thing. if if the Titans don't win, he's gonna have to grow it back. Mm-hmm. Bring Mark back. We need, we need Mark. We we bring we need Mark. Bring Mark back. That's the chant. All right, Redskins at Eagles. Oh, interesting divisional matchup. Yeah, there. So the Eagles have him at home. And this is a chance to keep the, for the Eagles to keep a wild card hope alive, yeah. and so the Eagles could kind of play spoiler to the Redskins I, here I, because even if they win, it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. But the Redskins are just on the cusp, and they can't afford to lose. This. I want to take. I'm going to take the Eagles, and I think it's only going to take the Eagles. It's only because they're at home, and it's only because they're just so. It, there is so much on the line. I mean, for both teams, yeah, but the Eagles really have to be thinking. Unless they have given up, like you you say, like th- this is this is where it turns around. It's a rivalry game. They have they have the Redskins at home. I I also think the Eagles are when they play their best, they are a better team than the Redskins. Although their 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 ceiling is a lot higher than the Redskins' ceiling, but their floor is a lot lower. So I'm arguing, I guess, that the Eagles are playing up to their ceiling in this game. Okay, I'm gonna pick the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk Cousins is gonna have a decent day against that. Secondary, those DBs of the Eagles. He, he probably and I, will, and I do think the Eagles have started to just fall apart, mm-hmm. and it's glorious. So, mm-hmm. Cardinals at the Dolphins. Ooh, 
Well, I'm picking the Dolphins. Are you? Are you? I'm. I'm, I'm gonna pick the, the Dolphins. Cardinals, but but I I you you heard me hesitate there. Yes, I did. Yes, I did, Sam. Vikings at the Jaguars. Oh my oh, God, the Jesus. Jaguars. We have we have a plethora of t- like I think right at this point the top four picks are going to be Browns, Niners, Jets, and Jags. Yeah, in some order. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Jaguars sure. are terrible, and the Vikings can finally win a game. Yep. Although they're going to make it embarrassingly close. They are. They are. The Jaguars are going to hang around for way Do too long. Do you think Blake Bortles could have another pick six against the Vikings? <laughs> I think he can. Yeah. I think he can do it. Yeah. I think he can widen the gap between pick sixes and team wins. Believe in you. Believe in you, buddy. I, I believe in you, Blake. Texans at the Colts. Oh, my God. These two teams are currently tied at the top of, uh, with the Titans, oh at the top of the AFC South oh with God. six wins. The AFC, can we burn piece. the AFC South down? No, because I want the Titans to do better. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I totally forgot I'm rooting so hard for the Titans. I'm rooting so yeah, hard I'm for the sorry. Titans, but everyone else can, everyone else can burn. I totally forgot that they, they, they were in there. So, yes, my, my fault. Don't, don't burn it yet. Let the Titans you, escape. You did not remember the Titans. I didn't, I didn't you remember did not the Titans. You did remember the Titans. Oh, no. <laughs> Shame on you. So I'm going to pick the Colts. Yeah, yeah, same. Because it's in Indy. Mm. Well, also because they're a better team. Luck is back and, you know. Chargers at the Panthers. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. I, I fucking. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with the Panthers? I get it, don't Get know. it together. You're supposed to be fun. I thought they were a better team than this, even if they were going to regret. Yeah. I don't think anyone Here, expected it. We have an interesting that. matchup, Sam. Yeah. This might be the last winnable game for the Browns. Yes, it, it is, but they're not going to do it. You're not going to do it? Even at home against no, these Bengals? No, no, You're not no. Gonna do it? Ba- I mean, the obviously Bengals are surging point. right now. The Bengals are looking okay. And By beating up the Eagles? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not, I don't want to say they're looking good and like they're like some world-beating team now, but they've hit, hit somewhat of a stride as of late, and they've looked decent. The Browns uh, have, have not. So I think it's that simple. Even though it is a rivalry I'll, game, are you gonna? Are you... I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, and I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna pick the Browns the rest of the season, but I will pick them for this game because I think this is the only game they have a chance. Sure, in. sure. You're doing, you're doing I would, what I maybe, did. A, maybe, a the, maybe the Steelers in Week 17. I don't think that's a possibility anymore because the Steelers and Ravens are going to be duking it out until the end. Yeah. For the division, yeah. so I think this is the most winnable game the Browns have left. Yep. So this, and it's at home in Cleveland. They've got to do it this week, or they'll never do it. Yep. Go Browns. <laughs> Bears at Lions. Lions. Easy. Easy peasy. Lions. Lions. They're going to walk away Lions. with that one. Uh, we've already skipped the atrocity, the war crime that is Jets and 49ers. Mm-hmm. Saints at Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Buccaneers roll, Buccaneers. Right? Yeah. Buccaneers. Buccaneers are on a roll. They're in the playoffs. They're fighting for the divisional lead. Go Bucks. Yeah. Go fucking Bucks. Go, go, go Bucks. Falcons at Rams. This will be nice for the Falcons, you know. Yeah, the, get, the Falcons need a nice bounce get back to, game. Get some, get some confidence back. <laughs> I like how we both went there. Like, like after after such a tough loss last week, you know, it'll be nice for them to have the Rams even even away. You know, it'll be nice for them to 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 have a team like the Rams to beat up on. Yeah, Montana's finest fisher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be my new favorite thing. Montana's finest Fisher. Yeah. Jeff, Montana's finest Fisher. Mm-hmm. Seahawks at the Packers. Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Seahawks are looking good. Even in Lambeau, I don't see the Packers overcoming the Seahawks. It should be a good the Packers game, had a difficult time with the Texans. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like the Packers are not going to win the beat the Seahawks. It's the, this is the Lions division, baby. Yep. Yep. Cowboys at the Giants. Uh, I mean, it's going to be the Cowboys. I mean, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to be the Cowboys, even though the Giants are the only team that have actually beaten the Cowboys. It's going to be the Cowboys yeah. unless the world is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Part of me hopes that the Cowboys only lose three games this year and all three are to the Giants. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Would that would that be the most amazing thing that has ever happened? That'd be pretty great. That'd be pretty great. It'd be great. It'd be great. But it's not going to happen. Cowboys are going to win that game. Ravens at the Patriots no Monday night. In this game. Really? Like, I don't... Without Gronk, I, and the Ravens always play the Patriots hard, I think this is actually going to oh, be a good sure, one. Sure, sure. No, I, I'm not saying it's not going to be a good game. I just, like, I don't particularly enjoy watching either of these teams play that's this fair. year. You know what I mean? That's that's it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it and it'll be fun because it it will be a tight, closely t- contested game. Neither of these teams to me play particularly compelling football. That's that's all I'm like that's all I'm I meant by that. I think the Patriots take it even without Gronk, but yeah. Patriots will be fine. They're they're better at game planning and I can't wait for Bill Belichick to do some sort of game rule bending Mm -hmm. play and then Jim Harbaugh gets all whiny about it Mm -hmm. like he always does Mm -hmm. even though he did the exact same thing against the Bengals two weeks ago yeah oh I liked that I thought that was really smart oh it was great but it was just funny to see Jim Harbaugh do that or not John John Harbaugh John Harbaugh do that because he's the guy who always complains his ass off whenever the Patriots do something creative against him. right right absolutely John Harbaugh is a big whiner. Yep. He's a big whiny baby. Yep. Yep. He's a good coach, but he's a big whiny baby. Sorry. Sorry, Ravens fans. Just got to tell it to you straight. He's a big whiny mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Whiny baby. Whiny baby. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Oh, there you go. There you go. It, but that's week 14. That is that is week 14 in a nutshell. Mostly good matchups and then Jets 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a small price to pay, honestly, for like, for like a week that's actually full of pretty of games that a lot of rivalry games, a ton actually of rivalry. We're getting we're getting into the rivalry week. Yeah, so yeah. Um, things are going to be good. I'm I'm really excited for Raiders Chiefs. I I know that it's four days rest, and I know that the game is going to end up being a like a, a shit show. But I am excited, legitimately. Did for we Raiders Chiefs. pick that game? I don't think we actually. No, picked I, that game. I think the Raiders. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Are you? I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs' defense is going to hold off the Raiders' offense after. Four games rest. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do it. Sure. I'm going to do it. That, I mean, that's probably going to decide the division. That, so. I was going to say. This Every, is everybody watch Thursday like, Night Football. Yeah. It feels, it hurts me inside to say that, but everyone watch Thursday Night Football because this will be a game that is important. Yes, it will be. This is important. Capital I, important. Mm-hmm. With a with a period at the end to, to emphasize how important it is. Yep. Important. Sam. Yes. Play us out. Okay. Uh. Well, uh, my name's Sam Grezes. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grezes, G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S, on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Uh, you can also follow me at Yard Barker. I do a lot of writing for them and a video series that should be coming out today. So take a uh, take a look at that. It's... Today is in Tuesday or today is in Wednesday? Oh, well, today is in Tuesday, so... It should be out tomorrow. Yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yes. rather. Uh, time is a time is a flat circle, dude. Don't even. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so check it out. It's Hit Stick. I talk about sports and video games. 
I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic, on Patreon, and I've all right. I've meant to do this a couple for several weeks now. There's been one patron who asked me to plug his podcast, and he was he, he donated a certain amount of money to me. I told him I plug him. I keep forgetting. I I would upload the podcast for the week, and I'd be like, ah, crap. I actually have two podcasts plugged. The first one, which one I'm talking about, is uh, Horseshoes and Hand Eggs by Sam Callahan. And it's a cult podcast, so if you like the cults, um, I'm sorry, yeah. but maybe there's a podcast for you. And also another podcast from another patron. He has a Buccaneers podcast Oh, called Write the Ship Podcast, RTS Bucks. You can find him on Twitter at RTS Bucks. So that's a shout-out to two patrons. Thank you a bunch. If, if you like those two teams, go ahead, go check those guys out. Thank you. Um, obviously, you can find the rest of my work on thedrawplay.com. And have a great week, you guys. We'll see you next week.